0: Here's your host, John Chapman.
3: What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. And man, the feeling right now, like I, I don't know if it's just me. And I haven't been drinking yet, so I know that's not I, I'm like nervous, excited. Um, you know, anytime you go into a sporting event, it could go whichever way, you know, win, lose. And again, you could have, you know, your preconceived ideas on how things are going to go. And this is the last week of the regular season. We've been saying all year on this podcast. It comes down to this game, whether that's for the NFC West title, which it is, or whether that's for a playoff berth, which it is. And so, like, we have—the <laughs> season's been a mess, both good and bad. You know, there's been positive and negative swings, but here we are. And, you know, it's the equivalent of pushing all your chips in uh, in a poker tournament or whatever. This is huge. And I, I'm excited to break this game down. I, I've got a lot. Of, this is going to be a long podcast, man, um, which is great. That's a good thing. And, yeah, Mr. Superfly, it's always great uh, when we get to go live and talk some football. So get your questions ready. Uh, shout out to all the hashtag CCers, Countdown Crew. What's up? We do have our giveaway. We're going to announce that here in about five to ten minutes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I love it. Um, and so here we go. Let's let's jump in because there's so much stuff to talk about. And, and The majority of today's episode is going to be attributed, you know, to the Rams, understanding who they are. I know we have already played them, but where they are, because it's been a while since we beat their rear ends. (laughs) I mean, you got to go back a little ways, right? So we beat them by 21, but again, that was all the way back in November. Uh, Here we are in January. So almost two months ago, there's been a lot of football played since then by both teams. And yes, they're similar teams, but they're not the same teams. Um that that that's we're just in a different place. What's up, Tommy? He says, John Debo talking trash. Yeah, he better bring it. Debo's been bringing it. You know what's crazy is even though Debo made the transition from wide receiver to hybrid, whatever else, he's still fifth in the NFL in receiving yards. Um, what a crazy, crazy year this dude has had and it's impressive and it's still growing right like the script hasn't been written yet because heroics are on the frontier like it's right there all it takes is somebody to deliver this performance and it it, get this w keep the season going move into the playoffs all those things and man it's just all right there it's all right there And it makes it even better that you're playing in Los Angeles, which is like a home game (laughs) anyway. uh, So let's jump into it. Let's talk about the Rams. And again, if you have questions, go ahead and throw those up there. Make sure you tag me. Um, I see Mr. Superfly already. Can you see Stafford giving us one to two picks? I can. Um, I'm going to get to that point in the predictions part of this episode, which is going to be towards the latter part. But if we look at who the Rams are, okay, let's back up. And let's see the whole forest and let's look at who they, what resume have the Rams put together for this 2021 2022 season. They're 12 and 4, currently in first place in the NFC West. Now, if they lose and the Cardinals win, then the Cardinals win the NFC West. So this game matters big time for the Rams. It's important to them. Now, their wins. Okay, so let's go and order their season. These are the wins. They beat the Bears by 20, Colts by 3, Bucks by 10, probably their best win of the year. Seahawks by 9, Giants by 27, Lions by 9, Texans by 16, Jags by 30, Cards by 7, Seahawks by 10, Vikings by 7, Ravens by 1. And so you can kind of see, they've got a lot of wins. A lot of very quality wins, but listen to their last four victories, right? Cardinals 7. Seahawks 10, Vikings 7, Ravens 1. Those big explosive blowout victories, uh, those things are not recent. Now, they're losses. They lost to the Cardinals by three, Titans by 12, 49ers gave them the worst loss of the year by 21, and the Packers by eight. So they've only lost to very, very good teams. Titans are the number one seed in the AFC, Packers are the number one seed in the um, NFC, Cardinals were the number one seed, and the 49ers are the 49ers. Um, now last week they won barely versus the Ravens, 20-19. to 19. And, like, I'll be honest with you, like, it was against a backup quarterback. Now, Tyler Huntley is one of the better backup quarterbacks out there. But still, like, it came down to the wire. Um, They had three offensive turnovers, the Rams, um, and were still able to get away with the victory. They've got five straight wins. So they've got a lot that basically says, hey, they're a very, very good football team. I'm not trying to, like, belittle the Rams when they play other teams. They're very good. When they play the 49ers, eh, a little bit different, a little bit different. We're going to get into the history of that. I'm nobody you need to know. Thank you for the gift, man. He says, if Jimmy starts, I wish him the best game. I think we all do. We're fans of the 49ers first, um, and then, obviously, we have our favorite players, and, you know, it goes on from there. But, yeah, you're a 49ers fan. You're not a Trey Lance fan. You're not a Jimmy Garoppolo fan. At least you shouldn't be. Um, you know, it's funny in basketball, you get, like, I teach high school, right? So, like, a lot of kids are like, oh, I'm a LeBron fan, which means you're a fan of whatever team he's jumping to. Um, it, like, that that doesn't work. Football's a team sport. So, you're a fan of the team. Um Now, he goes on to say, I'm getting a chicken ready for a voodoo sacrifice is all I'm saying. Hey, man, say what's up to Joe Boo for me. Um, Hashtag uh, Major League, great movie, great movie. And so, Jonathan, you're exactly right here. What about a tie for a playoff seat? That is correct. If the 49ers or the Saints tie, 49ers are in the playoffs. So, yes, the easiest way to get into the playoffs, 49ers win, you're in. Saints lose, you're in. Either team ties, 49ers are in. So, yeah, that's not a bad uh, thing to root for either. Uh, and, I, and I don't think, yeah, so I think you're good there. Forktail devil, awesome tag. He says, John, do you think the Rams try shenanigans on special teams again? We caught them last time, but our special teams is suspect. Yeah, 100% it's suspect. It's pull out all the stops time. That's kind of where we are. So, yeah, this is no holds barred. You treat it like it's a playoff game, and you just go ham. Both teams, that's what they need to do. Um, now, injuries, here's the crazy thing. Them, they almost have no injuries. <laughs> they got a couple players on IR that have been on IR, but almost everybody, they don't have like questionable guys. They don't have doubtful guys. Everybody's pretty healthy, and they're getting Cam Akers back as well, who's been their lead back. Now, I think he's going to be on a pitch count. Uh, Sony Mitchell has been playing pretty, pretty well. I think he's going to get the bulk of the carries, but they're throwing offense. That's kind of who they are. That's what they have been. Now us, and here we go, and I've already started to see some of the comments. Let's talk about this. And let's start it off with a, a smile because Kyle Shetty was asked today. Shout out to Juan Salas for getting these clips to us. He's the absolute best. Uh, here we go. Kyle on uh, quarterbacks today, he's hilarious.
0: Given Jim's, Jimmy's week and the fact you said he, he's looked good, have you already made your decision on who's starting Sunday or will you hold it over and then really decide Sunday morning?
2: No, I'm not deciding Sunday morning. We don't have any practice left. I know where Jimmy's at today. Uh, I know where Trey's at. I know where our team's at. And uh, I feel pretty good about where we're at. So I'm excited to get to Sunday. Really glad I have no press conferences after today. So once once I survive this, I'm done talking about it. So I think we'll be good after that. But I think you guys understand why you don't announce it. And um, But regardless, you know, especially with Trey playing last week, uh, we got two guys here with some experience that our team feels good with. And we'll see how it plays out
3: there you go um and you know he goes on later on and says yeah i know who's going to start but i'm not telling you right uh, that's just who he is it, he's the ultimate troll of a head coach and i'm here for it. i love it. it go back to the time when chip kelly refused to almost do press conferences wouldn't allow the media into practices like ah, it was boring like this gives us content it makes it fun it's entertaining for everybody involved all good things So it's not like it's, you take it, you take it and you smile and you kind of move on and you just, you take it for what it is. Now, Ambry Thomas cleared COVID protocols today. And I think that is gigantic. Now we still have several secondary members on the COVID thing, but all of them are scheduled to return with negative tests. Here's Kyle talking briefly about that.
2: Uh, As far as the guys that were on the COVID list, is Ambry Thomas the only one who was activated as of right now? Um, Yeah, Ambry was um, activated. He was out there today. Um, And the rest of the guys have a chance tomorrow.
3: So, yeah, they're all – have again, five days, and they all tested – negative or positive for COVID on Tuesday. So Saturday is the first day they can come off. They can still come off Sunday. So if somebody isn't, I mean, they can still come out and play. So we'll have to see there. Uh, Christopher Johnson, what's up, man? He says, with the Niners come play the Bucks in the playoffs? Niners Empire Tampa has some shots with your name on. Dude, I love it. Um, obviously, we're throwing the huge party tonight. Um, not tonight, tomorrow night, um, on the beach here in Hermosa, head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com if you haven't already. Um, and we're going to be tailgating, obviously all that stuff's going on wherever the 49ers land in the playoffs. If they land in the playoffs, we will be there 100%. So whether it's Dallas, Tampa Bay, Arizona, or LA again, we're going to be there. So, uh, just get ready for that. And what's up, Jake? Look at that. Uh, wife just surprised you with tickets for the game for your birthday. I love it, man. Um, yeah, I'll be over in the pink lot. So, again, if you need tailgate information, head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. That's going to be there as well. All right, couple things. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, there we go. I see Adam on there. At least he didn't fart during the interview. Shout out to Jim Tom Sula. That was a fun one, man. That was a very fun one. Philip, thanks for the gift, man. Patreon subscriber. What can we expect from D- D'Amico Ryans on Sunday? I think you want more of the same. You keep doing what you do best. A lot of shell coverage, cover three quarters. And again, we've been doing a lot of hybrid safety work where we have cover two on one half of the field and quarters on the other half of the field. I think that's what you do. Um, Number one thing, you need Jimmy Ward because Jimmy Ward on Cooper Cup, he guards them better than any other defender in the NFL. I mean, Cooper Cup's, I think, 130 yards away from breaking the all-time receiving record. Um, I don't think he's going to do that. But given he does have an extra game, but whatever, if Jimmy Ward's on him, Jimmy Ward usually does his work very, very well. So we've got to have him out there. Um, Phillip goes on to ask, what do you think of Tomiko's Ryan's performance this year? It's been incredible. I don't think that he's ready for a head coaching gig yet, but yeah, he's going to be on the short list here in a year year or two. Basically look at what happened with Robert Sala, you know, three to four years you know, after the end of next year, he'll his name's going to be mentioned a lot. Third year, he'll probably get hired. That's my guess if it continues on this trajectory, which our defense has been solid this year, despite having poor, poor, poor corners, awful corners out there. Now, here we go. Uh, let's do this giveaway, right? Hashtag uh, Countdown Crew. We got this uh, Kyle check jersey. I freaking love it, man. And, again, we do this every single month. We do some type of giveaway, and tomorrow, good lord, I'm so much stuff to give away. Uh, ways that you can enter: hashtag CC. Every single time we go live, so hit that notification bell. You can do it on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, um, YouTube, wherever. Also, Patreon support uh, subscribers get put in there, and you can also leave a positive review on iTunes. That gets you in there as well. So today's winner is none other than Patreon subscriber Christopher Jones. Congratulations, Christopher Jones. And I know, whenever I do one of these giveaways, people usually get upset because they didn't win. But uh, we do it every month. I mean, my my whole philosophy is I want you guys to look amazing. So I want to keep giving out so much stuff, whether it's hats, jerseys, shirts, whatever. Um, anyway, congratulations, Christopher Jones. Uh, you can just message me on Patreon, man. I'll get that in the mail to you and set that up. And so congrats to you, my friend. Now, here we go. I don't know if you guys remember this. About six weeks ago, we had an awesome member of the faithful community reach out to us and ask for help. (laughs) He was stuck with a a mother-in-law's dinner during the 49ers game, and he didn't know how to get out of it. So he came to us and <laughs> we tried to help him out. Uh, Adam, I see him in there, and that was awesome. Well, guess what, man? Here's the deal. Right, we got another giveaway to announce right now. Um, here, His wife, Ashley, who she came through big time, and she made it where he could watch the 49ers game. She reached out to me this week. I'm a little nervous right now. This is awesome. I don't get nervous about many things. And she, so Ashley reached out to me. She's an amazing wife of Adam, and basically here's what she wanted to do. She wanted to... Deliver another victory for Adam. She got him to watch the game, but this one's much bigger. This delivery, however, won't come till much later in the year. And so that's right. Um, She wanted us to announce live on the podcast that Adam is going to be an expecting father. Congratulations, brother. This is absolutely incredible. And I just want to say congratulations to Adam MacArthur. And to Ashley MacArthur for, you know, what it is that they're doing with their family. Absolutely amazing parents, uh, foster parents that just do a lot for the community. And just two of the nicest people. So I want to say congrats, man. This is absolutely incredible. Uh, you've got an amazing wife. Uh, she put all this together. So thanks for reaching out. And, you know, I'll say this, man. You know, we, we talk football here. That's what we do. But my dream and my entire goal of this is community. And building... This is crazy. Like what? it's just crazy. And so, man, Niners Nation, um, we're behind you, man, and just so happy for you and your family. Absolutely incredible. Everybody throwing, everybody put your uh, what what names they need to be in for a boy or a girl. We need some uh, Frank Gore Juniors. We need some of those names in there. But I uh, just want to say congrats, congratulations to you, Adam and Ashley. You guys are the best people, man. Y'all deserve it all. Um, uh, that is awesome. Oh yeah, D- don't get me wrong. Uh, you got some gifts coming your way. Uh, there, there's no doubt about it and the funny thing is Adam won the freaking t-shirt last episode little sneaker the dude's getting everything <laughs> um, I love it man um, Adam Garcia thank you for the gift man and he says this with D'Amico being able to disguise our safety so well he's been doing a very very good job um, do we expect warm manipulation due to Stafford's mistakes Man, Stafford has thrown 15 interceptions this year which is a lot and I'm not trying to say Stafford's a bad quarterback, because he is not. Uh, I think he's thrown for almost 4,600 yards this year, which would be a 49ers franchise record. But the interceptions are huge. Pick sixes, he leads the NFL. He's thrown four pick sixes. And so I, I don't think that you have to reinvent the wheel defensively, um, Adam. I, I think that what you want to do is... You don't blitz them. You keep your guys back in coverage and capitalize on those mistakes because he has three to four bad throws a game where he just tries to force it instead of taking a sack or throwing the ball away. And, yeah, you got to capitalize on those. Got to capitalize on those. Um, Adam McCarthy says, thank you, John, slash the faithful. That's awesome, man. Congratulations to you, brother. Uh, This is awesome. He says, I may need to watch the rest of this later. Dude, I do not 100%, man. Go be with your family. Congratulations, brother. Now, let, let's talk about the history of this matchup because it's fascinating to me. They played a lot. The 49ers lead the series all-time, 74 wins, 67 losses, and three ties. We we have more victories versus the Rams than any other franchise. Any other franchise. And uh, if you're coming out to our uh, 49ers rush road trip party, we're doing a trivia uh, for a jersey, and that's one of the questions. So I'm I'm tipping you guys off right now. One of the questions is, which franchise do the 49ers have the most victories against? It's the Rams. So I'm giving you that answer now. For those of you that are watching live, uh, that's going to help you get another jersey um, Saturday night. Now, the 49ers have won five in a row against the Rams. And again, coming off a 21-point victory, the worst loss for the Rams all season. Jimmy Ward had his two interceptions, his only two interceptions, I think, (laughs) in the last four years. One of them was a pick six. But more importantly than that, The 49ers rushed the ball 44 times, 44 rush attempts for 156 yards. And on top of that, a reason why they could run the ball so often, they went eight for 14 on third downs and one for two on fourth downs. So converting thirds, running the ball. I think defense is important, and I understand why we're putting so much emphasis on that. I'm telling you right now, you run the ball, you win this game. That's where it's got to be at. That's where it's got to be. Um, so the 49ers are eight and three since the Rams moved back to Los Angeles. So whose house, right? If you've ever been to a Rams game, their like slogan or their battle cry is "Whose house?" And then you know over half the crowd, which is not Rams fans, um, <laughs> you're supposed to say Rams house, but it, it's not because again every single time it's a sea of red and Rams fans leave early. It's what it is. Uh, that's not what we do. That's not what we do. Um, so wear your red if you're going there. And Jimmy Garoppolo is 5-0 and against this Rams team. He has a loss to them. Now, uh, you hear those things, right? We have so many wins against them. We beat them five times in a row. We beat them by 21 earlier. It's not time to overlook, and I don't think anybody is. Listen to Fred Warner talk about this question. Somebody asked him, like, oh, how do you guys not overlook this? Listen to Fred Warner talk.
1: No, listen, they – they are an outstanding football team. They are literally one of the best teams in the NFL right now. You know, they're in that top three, top five conversation. Like if we don't come to play, they're going to embarrass us. That's, that's how I'm looking at it. And that's just what it is. Um, You know? And so, like I said, like, like I just said before, preparation got to be at an all time high. If we want a chance to win.
3: Got to prepare, got to be ready to go. And all those things that are going on. And there's a lot there. Now, if we look at their defense, okay, so let's talk about the Rams defense, and, and, you know, it's always fun diving into these teams, and I kind of pick and choose what I want to, like, highlight each week, because we see the Rams twice a year, right? I want to talk about the defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, because the defense, uh, he coached with Shanahan not once, but twice. He was with them twice, Um And so they were together back in Tampa Bay in 2003 and 2004, way back when Shanahan was there as a quality coach. Um, You know, Raheem Morris was coaching defensive coordinators. Then whenever, what's it called? They went to Washington together. And so they were there at the same time when Kyle was OC and Raheem coached, uh, what's it called? Defensive coordinators. Then, not done there. He was there with the Falcons as well with Kyle Shanahan. So, these two guys know each other so well. And Kyle Shanahan joked today, uh, I didn't cut this clip or I didn't get this clip, but he joked today about a big reason why he doesn't want to name a quarterback isn't because of McVeigh and the Rams. He wants to make Raheem Morris as uncomfortable as possible. And he says, he joked around and kind of smiled. They're very, very good friends. Um, you know, you can't make him uncomfortable, Raheem Morris. But that's the idea. So you have these two chess players that have always been opposite sides of the ball but have been on the same team not once not twice but three times now they're going against each other now let's be honest Raheem Morris has never had a top 10 defense in his entire career he's a very good well-respected defensive play caller this is his first year Um, and obviously he's got the tools for it. A lot of star power on that defense with Jalen Ramsey, obviously Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd. Um, there's definitely some, you know, star power potential there. Now, what does their defense do well? Well, it's a lot of things. Okay. So let's go through some of these ranks on kind of what the Rams defense does well. Second fewest passing touchdowns, only 15 allowed all year, less than one a game. Third fewest penalties. They don't beat themselves. Their fifth. In defensive DVOA, Um, fifth in yards per rush, only 3.9. I don't really care about yards per rush. I care about rush attempts. Uh, If you can get the yards, that's great. I care way more about rush attempts. Sixth in rushing yards, um, sixth in interceptions. They have 17, eighth in red zone percentage, ninth in yards per pass. What are they bad at? Again, this is out 32 teams now. They're 24th in forced fumbles. They They don't put the ball on the ground a lot. All their turnovers come through the air. They're 23rd in rushing touchdowns allowed with 17. So you can score rushing touchdowns. You just can't rush for, you know, a lot of yards. A lot of that's because they do a lot of shell technique. Everybody in the NFL is now. But everything else is pretty much average. It's all kind of in that 11 to 18 range. And so I'm just looking for the outliers on both sides. This is a good defense. It's a top five defense. No matter how you want to splice it, that's what they have. And so if you look at the 49ers' first game against them, they ran the ball effectively, were good on third downs. You had this defensive stop uh, and the defensive pick six. That's how we won the game by what we did. And we control time of possession. So it's, it's already set up for you, right? You see what the 49ers' offense has to do to be successful against this team. Um, we've already seen it. We've seen it since Kyle Shanahan showed up. For some reason, the NFL's a matchup league, and I think people struggle a little bit with that because what the common fan does, this isn't a bad thing, say, well, the Rams beat this team by seven and that team by 20, but we lost to that team. Therefore, if so facto, they're better than us. no, 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 no. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks?
4: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
3: There's a reason why teams have a lot of success against certain teams is because of the personnel and because of the play style. There's not a lot of teams in the NFL that play bully ball, especially if you look at, you know, the Cardinals, the Rams, the Seahawks, they all throw the ball like crazy. What do the 49ers do? Uh -uh Uh-uh-uh. We run the ball. And so it poses different threats and takes advantage of different issues and personnel grouping and depth on a team and scheme because we do things a little bit differently. But our strategy doesn't work against everybody, right? doesn't work against Arizona. They beat us all the time. doesn't work against Seattle. They beat us all the time. But against the Rams, it does. Against the Rams, it does. Now, um, obviously we got our big party this week, but we got a big party coming up no matter what. For the draft in Las Vegas. All right, guys, big news here. We have set up a texting service because we're throwing the biggest Chapman production (laughs) party ever, and it's going to take place during the NFL draft. Um, So we're throwing a party in Las Vegas. That's where the draft is. We're going to be there, and not only me – But we have not one, but two San Francisco 49ers players that are going to be there as well. Autographs, pictures, the whole shebang. And we're going to be broadcasting live during days one and two of the draft. So if you've joined us in the past during the draft, you know that's my baby. Um, the amount of time that I put into that is very very important to me Um, and so we're gonna throw the best draft party that's ever been created for 49ers fans And you're going to get to meet some of the players Um, one of them is the team captain going to be around for a while One of them is a prominent rookie going to be around for a while We've agreed to everything verbally with the agents and the players just waiting to get the contract details ironed out um and all those things so we're going to be releasing some early bird ticket pricing and the only way that you can get is through this text service. Now, we're not going to spam you or anything like that. That's not what this is. This is to update people on the biggest party. I'm I've told you guys like I teaching this is my last year, coaching this is my last year. I'm banking this is my career and this is going to be the set-off point. And this is going to be a whole no expense, we're putting it all in. All the chips are coming in. So, I want you to be a part of this. So, text draft d r a f t to this number 833 833- three zero six zero three six five again not a spam account just for the nfl draft and if the nfl draft's not your thing this probably ain't for you anyway but again text draft to eight three 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 oh six zero three six five for some special deals and again i'm going to release the cheap early bird prices for this so if you want to save some money come party with the 49ers and me um, and lots of other 49ers people as this continues to grow this is going to be a big event Um, so Thank you guys for all the support. It's pretty cool seeing where all this is growing. I could not do it without your support. So I wanna say thank you again. Text Draft to 833 306 0365. All right, and you know, I just wanna make one thing clear. Like, if you take part in that, This gives you priority access to purchasing tickets before they go out to the public because I'm going to be pulling in a whole lot of podcasts and other big-time listener groups, but I want my supporters, I want my listeners, I want my Patreon supporters, the people that show up live, to get that before that happens. I want my crowd there first, um, and then after that because it's going to be limited. Uh, We only have so many tickets we're allowed to sell. Um, the, The draft this year, Steven's in Las Vegas. So we're going to be right there throwing a party. It's going to be absolutely incredible. So um, anyway, all right, let's jump in now to the offense of the Rams, which probably gets the most attention. And so why not start with the captain of our defense, Fred Warner, talking about the Rams offense?
1: Oh Yeah, they they for sure uh, want to get him the football uh, any way possible. That's what you want to do with your playmakers. Um, you know, you see how many, how many touchdowns he's had just in a short amount of time with them compared to, you know, what he had with the Browns. And, um, you know, another difference I see is them committing to the run a lot more, which opens up things for, uh, their receivers. Um, you know, Sony Michelle has been running the ball really hard, uh, really respect his game. And, uh, you know, Stafford's been, has been, uh, you know, obviously his, his outstanding self the entire season. So, um, you know, we're going to have our hands full.
3: You know, Odell Beckham Jr., which obviously it, it's Cooper Cup show, but Odell's got five receiving touchdowns in seven games. So he that's what they do. Matt Stafford throws the ball in the end zone, um, interceptions and touchdowns, and lots of yards, right? That's what he brings to the table. And you look at the strengths of this team. Well, here we go. Uh, ranked out of 32 teams. Second in passing touchdowns. They got 38 passing touchdowns. Second in fumbles. Only five. Lost. Third in yards per pass. 7.4. Fifth in passing yards. Six in total yards. Six in DVOA. So we already said they're a top five defense. Eh, they're kind of a top six offense. 49ers are fifth, by the way, in DVOA. So a little bit better there. Ninth in points. Ninth in third down percentage. Weaknesses. They don't run the ball. Maybe Cam Akers changes that for them, but I don't think he's going to be super healthy his first game back. 27th in rushing touchdowns. They only have 10. 25th in rush attempts. They don't run the ball often. 25th in interceptions. They have 16. And Stafford has thrown four pick sixes, as I mentioned earlier, most in the NFL. You get a pick six, you're like 85% likely to win the game. 24th in rushing yards, 23rd in yards per rush. So they're great. They're a huge, successful passing offense. But whenever you look at the 49ers and kind of what the 49ers bring to the table, we have one of the better pass defenses in the NFL. And I understand people want to be like, oh, our corners are so bad. And you're right. But we've allowed the fifth fewest passing yards in the NFL. Teams can't pass. Very well against us now. (laughs) Lots of pass interference penalties and all those things. But again, we allow the fifth fewest passing yards and the fourth fewest total yards in the NFL. D'Amico, you know who we started this podcast talking about, we have a badass defense. And if you're getting back mostly, whoo. That's huge. Here's uh, Kyle Shanahan talking briefly about Mosley.
2: Uh, I thought he had a good week. You know, we really only go full speed on Thursday, um, which guys like him, Greenlaw, you know, these guys who haven't had a chance to do it for a little bit, you'd like to go full speed for them all three days. But, you know, with where the team's at, you can't do that. So I was excited about it on Thursday. He had a good walkthrough today. Um, so I feel good about him being ready this week.
3: I fully expect him and Ambry Thomas to start. Uh, I, I, I'm seeing a lot of Josh Norman comments. Remember, he got benched. Now, the only kind of caveat to that is um, he was healthy when all the other corners were not. But again, if John Chapman was the coach or DC, Ambry Thomas, Emmanuel Mosley are my starting corners. That's just all there is to it. And so it, that's where I would put them. That That's who should be starting. And on top of that, they're not the only ones back. We got to talk about this. And we're going to, both the linebackers, Fred Warner's going to be out there. We've got an update real quick on Aziz and then Drake Greenlaw. Listen, I'm going to play you two clips. They're quick. Listen to the difference when Kyle Shanahan talks about Aziz and whenever he talks about Drake Greenlaw. So pay attention to the verbiage and just kind of how he feels about this, the energy that he puts out there in this this comment.
2: I mean, Aziz does everything he can week in and week out to try to get to Sunday. I mean, you guys have seen him with his elbow braces he's been working on throughout this year. So we knew it would be tough to get to this Sunday. It's still tough. Um, but – I mean, he's about where we expect it, having a chance to play, but by no means. When we, I mean, when we say he's questionable, he, he really is questionable. Um, I'll be very impressed if he can get there, And but he's shown that he has a chance to get there.
3: Now, that, that's Aziz. I, I personally do not believe Aziz plays this week. I don't. Now listen to – this was the question before. Listen to how he talks about Drake Greenlaw. <laughs>
2: um dre had a good week um you know he's tried to get through a number of these weeks and hasn't gotten this close yet so uh, the fact that he's questionable today makes me feel he's had the most successful week and hopefully he'll be good enough to go on sunday just talking to him but um have some optimism with how the week's gone
3: i fully expect Dre greenlaw to start i fully expect remember he came back he had the groin issue came back played, got hurt in like the first quarter back, re and then went back out. And he's been having back-to-back weeks, um, you know, being limited, practicing. Now he's questionable. So, I fully expect Greenlaw to be back. I do not expect Aziz to be back. I hope he is. Aziz, I mean, you could talk about him being the defensive MVP of the year. Um, it sucks that he's missed some time, but that dude has been incredible, and he's earned a paycheck somewhere. Obviously, I always want to bring everybody back to the 49ers, but... I'm not quite sure we're going to be able to keep him and DJ Jones. I want to. I want to. But uh, we'll have to see about that. Now, um, let's jump into our bets of the week in the Vegas lines. But real quick, let's hear a real quick word from my bookie. Man, this year's winding down. If you haven't bet with this yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Looking for an easy New Year's resolution? Make your goal to double your money and get a head start with my bookie's deposit match bonus. All you have to do is use my promo code 49ers49ERS, and when you sign up, you'll get your initial deposit doubled all the way up to $1,000. With that extra dough in your account, you're ready to bet on the biggest games of this week, and my bookie has all of the action. The NFL playoff race is on its final stretch, and there's plenty of stakes this week to choose from. Are you a diehard believer that the 49ers are going to seal the deal versus the Rams and make the playoffs? We're going to have bets here all week and our specials episode later on this week. So, don't drop the ball. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using our promo code 49ERS, or you can just snapshot that QR code on the screen, head to MyBookie, place your bets, And rein the new year with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right. So the lines continue to move. It was as much as six and a half points at one point. The 49ers are four and a half point underdogs on the road. The over unders at 44.5. I'm telling you right now, I am taking the points. I'm taking the points um i do have the 49ers winning but four and a half points between division rivals man i'm taking this big time big time big time and again you know i just talked about doubling your deposit if you bet with us all year you've doubled triple quadrupled whatever it is your bank account was um we have crushed it and hopefully this continues we're going to keep betting all through the postseason you know whether the 49ers are in it or not but i fully expect them to be Now, um, my bet of the week, and again, if you want all these bets, head over to Patreon, patreon patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast, um, and you can see the rest of the bets. Um, And again, for all the Patreon supporters that have been there all year, thank you. And when this season does come to a close, whether it's this week or the Super Bowl week, whenever, then it's draft time. Uh, That is the number one time to be a Patreon supporter because you're going to get the most informed uh, scout film breakdowns on all of your favorite. And again, if you're a Patreon supporter and there's somebody you like, you just say, hey, what about this corner from Oklahoma State? And man, i dive into it for you. So like you get a request, kind of what you want. Uh, we do about 150 of those um, during the draft process. So again, that we're going to be there all year. Now, I did, my bet of the week is a three-team teaser, and it's a 49ers special. I got a couple bets up. It's a te- uh, three-team, 10-point teaser. Okay, so you're adding ten points onto each one of these. I'm taking the 49ers over the Rams, so the 49ers could lose by 14 and still get paid. So it's 14 and a half points for the 49ers, 13 and a half points for the Falcons over the Saints. That's right, I'm doing it. And I'm putting um, what's it called? Seahawks plus 16 and a half over the Cardinals. Um, So I am putting my money on where my passions lie. Unfortunately, I usually don't do that. But with the 10-point swing, I'm adding that together so that the 49ers get into the playoffs. The Rams lose, but still win the NFC West, and we get to play the Rams one more week um, in the wild card round. I just think that would be just freaking poetic. Um, I want to play the Rams three times. I think we match up well against them. Now, let's talk predictions and keys to the game. And I want to go back to Fred Warner before I do and just listen to how passionate he is about everything they've done this year is for this game.
1: You know, if I would, I mean, yeah, that, that experience for sure has helped, uh, you know, it's helpful for me and guys who were here, um, you know, just kind of that that pressure situation. I, I feel like even even last game was a high pressure situation. We lose that game. We have no chance at the playoffs. Um, and it is the playoffs, literally. Like, if, if we don't win, like, we don't make it. So, it's... You know, if you didn't have a if you didn't have a reason to kind of give it your all throughout the week and prepare as if it was your last, like this is the one. Like, it, and I, I'm I'm assuming everybody, and I, have, I have great confidence that everybody, uh, you know, has prepared hard all year long. It, nothing's going to change this week. Um, you know, obviously the level of um, the attention to detail, the um, you know, just the just the focus and practice in, in the meetings has got to be at an all time high.
3: It's got to be. I mean, this is it. And if you can't get pumped up for this, like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Paul, uh, appreciate the gift, my friend. He says, I've been doing a lot of deep dive into the Rams' defensive stats. I can't believe how much the media is overbilling them because of a few stars. Media loves stars, right? Um, there's no doubt about it. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, they love them. But they allow a lot more rush um, first than what you think. Yeah, I'm with you, man. You can run the ball against this defense. You really, really can. Um, And if you convert on third downs, you can do whatever you want. So I'm I'm with you. Well, Well said, Paul. Well said. Now, again, Rams are the number five overall DVOA team. That's basically if you put in all the metrics, they're the fifth best team in the NFL. 49ers are seventh, right behind them. Now, I expect, again, I've said this several times today, I expect us to get almost all of our secondary back, if not all of them. Greenlaw and Mosley are going to be starting. I think that's huge. On top of that, turnovers, they're going to happen for both teams. The Rams, back-to-back games, have had three offensive turnovers and back-to-back games and still won. (laughs) That's who they are. So if you want Stafford... To continue to turn the ball over, and I think he will in this game. I have him throwing two interceptions. 14 out of 16 of his interceptions were when he was not blitzed. You got to get there with four. He does not like play, uh, throwing the ball into tight windows. That's not what he wants to do. He wants to throw against man coverage, so you got to take that away from him. Don't let him do that. Stick to your zone. We're a zone-heavy defense. Uh, that's what we do. Uh, we do play some man, but stick to your zone and mix it up. You know, Cover two, quarters, our hybrid kind of 72 specials, what we used to call it in high school where you run halves on one side and quarters on the other. Um, that's what you got to do. Now, I do believe the 49ers will turn the ball over as well. Um, I do expect Jimmy Garoppolo to start, but listen to Trey. Uh, and this was another thing. If, if you listened to our post-game reaction after the game um, against the Texans, I said, you know, if you want to know who's going to be quarterback, Pay attention to who does the Wednesday press conference. And sure enough, it was Jimmy Garoppolo, and he started throwing on Tuesday. I was like, yeah, okay, it's Jimmy. Well, Kyle shook it up today. Uh, His head games, (laughs) he's notorious for them. He sent the other quarterback up to the press conference today. Uh, Listen to Trey... Um, Talk about what's the most important thing. This is a quick clip. Most important thing against the Rams, pretty simple.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously it's it's some guys on that D-line that that are going to make their plays. But for me, obviously protecting the football is number one.
3: Protecting the football is number one. That's what it's got to be. Now, I have Stafford throwing two interceptions, Jimmy throwing one. I do believe Trey will get some work in. Um, I, I really do think that Trey is going to be playing some this game. Um, my guess is probably no more than twelve snaps, unless Jimmy gets hurt or Jimmy just bombs it. And again, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Jimmy's going to play well. But listen to Lance talk about getting some first team reps this week.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I didn't get them all. Jimmy's back, um, limited this week, so it, it was it was good for me, obviously, to still be able to get some reps. Um, At the same time, and, you know, work through with Jimmy. It was unique a little bit with us being able to talk through reps, you know, that we both get. Um, But, yeah, it was – I think Kyle did a great job for me personally, uh, just being able to prepare still this week and still being able to get some reps, um, not knowing, obviously, you know, what's going to happen with Jimmy on Sunday.
3: And so, yeah, again, he's not tipping anything either. But this is a different game because in the past, Jimmy's gotten all the snaps and Trey Lance has been over in scout team, right? No, no, no. Trey's coming off a great start, and he's coming off back-to-back weeks getting reps with the ones. So it's not like it's difficult to swap out quarterbacks. You're preparing for that. Kyle Shanahan wants Jimmy to start, okay? That's just, if you don't believe that, then I don't know what to tell you. Kyle Shanahan wants Jimmy to start. But if he doesn't deliver, I think it's going to be a much quicker (laughs) um <laughs> transition than most other weeks because he's prepared he's had back-to-back weeks with the ones he's coming off the start all those different things it's going to be easy to get him in there um and so that's that's where it's going to be that's where it's going to be it's going to be fun now we can talk about quarterbacks all you want you win this game if you run the ball my magic stat if this one thing happens 49ers win 49ers rush the ball 32 times or more, 49ers win, period. So as this game's taking place, I'm going to be there, and I'll be going live um, in the stands as soon as the game's over. Listen to me carefully. You pay attention to rushing attempts. I don't care what we're running per, you know, if it's 2.5, don't care. If it's 7 point whatever, don't care. I, I do care. I want it to be more. 32 or more rushing attempts, they get the W. That's the thing. Pay attention to that. Get that, you win. Now, Nick Bosa, back-to-back weeks, kind of been absent on the stat sheet, still the most impactful defender that we have. Um, All those sacks by Eric Armstead, Arden Key, Sampson, all those guys, it's because of Nick Bosa. But this week, he returns to the stat sheet. He's going to continue getting double and triple teamed. That's not going to stop. However... Even though those things happen, I have him getting, Nick Bosa, one and a half sacks and two tackles for loss. I haven't predicted a Bosa sack in a month. So, like, again, dude's a beast. I'm telling you right now, this just shakes up to be the way that it should be. Now, Dre Greenlaw, this is my most important player of the game. Most important player of the game. Dre Greenlaw, everybody knows I love this dude, comes back from his injury. We know what Trey Greenlaw does on the road against a division opponent the last week of the season. He delivers. He delivers. The CEO of Seattle, baby. And I think it's going to happen again. I think the 49ers are up. We struggle to get points in the fourth quarter. That's another thing I want to watch. With Jimmy Garoppolo, you don't score points in the fourth quarter. Um, Trey Lance put up 13 points last week in the fourth quarter. That was more than the previous six Jimmy Garoppolo starts combined Um, in the fourth quarter. So that's one of those things like I want Jimmy early and I want Trey late. I want best of both worlds. Get Jimmy out there early, Trey out there late. But I think the defense is what's going to win this game. If the 49ers win it, I could see us being up 27 to 21 uh, as the fourth quarter draws from a close. And I have a pass breakup or an interception from Drake Greenlaw to finish the game. Um, that's, that's just the way it's going to go, baby. And hold me to it. If I'm wrong, you know, it happens, happens a lot. Uh, <laughs> but that's the way I see this game going. Uh, really, really excited about it. I have the 49ers winning 27 to 21 covering the spread. I'm taking the points big this week, guys, big this week. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And this is what we do it all for, right? Uh, I mean, this is why we become fans because when the stakes are high, you don't know how it's going to go. But man, this is awesome. And we've got two more days to kind of enjoy this. I really hope you're coming to LA. And if you are, come party with us. 40 hours road Uh It's outdoors. Uh, we've book two story uh party uh second floor is open air no roof all that stuff patio setting so you're gonna be fine with COVID stuff if you want the traditional bar experience we got that on the first floor we're gonna be out at hermosa beach if you know somebody else that's traveling to this game send them to 49 ersrushroadtripcom rush road tell them to come party with us uh have a good time and all that stuff you guys are awesome what a podcast man um and not because of me Shout out to Ashley and Adam uh, for, you know, expecting the kiddo. We got the giveaway, the Kyle check, and, man, just so much fun stuff going on. This is awesome. This is absolutely awesome. 49 um, ers Sheldon says, Rams are due, man. Got to go with my man, Yeah, I was on yesterday um, on Locked On 49ers with Brian and Crocky and uh, Jason Apate. By the way, Crocky's coming out. Um, he's going to be at the party, which is going to be fun. So is Wayne Breezy. We've got Niners Nation coming out. A lot of people coming out. It's going to be a blast. But, no, man, I think the 49ers definitely are the team that can win this game. Can the Rams win it? Yeah, for sure they can. They're a very good football name. They're 12-4. and four. But the matchups are not in the Rams' favor. They're really, really not. Um, so, anyway, guys, want to say thank you. We'll be live right after the show. So join us then. And, as always, guys, stay strong, faithful.